Welcome to the Podglomerate. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or was just too hard to ask your partner, welcome to the sex rap. Welcome back, everybody. We were on a break. Ah, no. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it was a really fun break. Uh, I love recording. I love talking to Spring, but it was really nice to just relax, not have a microphone in my face, not have, I mean, not having to do social media, but I really miss talking to our listeners and a lot has happened since then. So um, are we done with our break? We're done with our break. Happy New Year, everybody. Wait, were you recording on other people's podcasts during our break? Who, me? Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. Like that's. Anyway, Happy New Year, everybody. Um, welcome back to The Sex Rap. We're really excited to be here um, for another day, another exciting episode. Um, and we thought it would be really fun to do an episode on... A break! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we actually have gotten a whole bunch of different kinds of questions about breaks and breakups. Um, but today's not really about breaking up. It's about we're on a break and what does that mean and and how do we deal with it? So we were on a break and we just didn't record for a month, but that's not the kind of break we're talking about. Um, so, so we have three questions. There's more, but we're going to try to cover three today. The first is, my girlfriend says that we're on a break, but I don't understand what it means. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, the second one is, am I allowed to have sex with other people if we're on a break? <laughs> that person does know what it means. And then the third one is, how am I supposed to handle social gatherings and social media when we're on a break? Mm, so good. Yeah. So happy new year, everybody. Happy new year. No. <laughs> All right. So where do you want to start? Spring? Let's dig in with that first one. I mean, I love these questions. I love, um, you know, the kind of subtleties that they bring up and trying to think about how we navigate relationships and all of their ups and downs. And, you know, it is quite necessary to go on breaks in relationships sometimes for various reasons. And yeah, let's talk about what that means. So that first question is, what is a break? Like, what does that mean? And uh, if one person in the relationship says we're on a break and the other person doesn't understand that, I don't, I don't think you're really on a break. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, I think people are, are pretty good at understanding being mm -hmm. broken up. Like we're done. It's over. We're finished. I have nothing else to say. I don't want to like that's easy. Well, it's not easy, but people understand that context. And people also are pretty good at the beginning parts where like, we're casually seeing each other, but we're not exclusive. We're dating exclusively. This is my primary partner. Like, people are good at that language. I think that there's a lot of stumbling blocks between like, we're dating, we're exclusive, and uh, we're broken up. And I think we're on a break is one of those big stumbling blocks. And I think that first question is really like someone doesn't understand that murky ground between we're together and we're not together. Mm. Yeah. And I mean, it's really confusing because I do think, you know, like every definition, it can be very different based on the person and the couple or the relationship that we're talking about and what exactly the person intends when they want to take a break. You know, is it a break because they want to try to 
learn a little bit more about themselves? Is it a break because they're feeling suffocated by the relationship? Is it a break because they need to date someone else to see how it compares? Like the reason for going on a break is as varied as what the break could actually mean to a specific relationship. So it's kind of hard to, you know, guess what, what it could be in this instance. But I think that um, overall, a break is a shift in the relationship, right? Like it is a shift from what it had been before to something else. I mean, usually when I hear someone's on a break for me, it means like we're on a pause, like there's some kind of pause and the the rules may or may not change. And I think that's what the first two questions are getting about, right? There, there's a change, there's something happening. Um, but if you had existing rules in your relationship, and if you listen to our show, you should have a whole bunch of rules for your relationship, right? Like, what does being on a break mean? So to our first listener, if your girlfriend says you're on a break, I would assume that there's something wrong, right? There's like, there's some issue that's unresolved, and that that person can't have you around to fix it, resolve it, explore it, right? So it's a separation from your girlfriend for a while about an issue. Um, we don't have any more context to this question. Like there's a thousand stories spinning in my head that could have led up to it. But I really like what Spring was just saying about like, you know, there are a million varied reasons why someone might be on a break. I need self-exploration. I need time off. I need, I feel suffocated. I want to try new things sexually. I don't feel fulfilled. And like all of those could be pieces of being on a break as well. So if somebody says that they want to go on a break, someone that you're in a relationship with, I think that the best thing to do is really have a conversation about what exactly that means to them. So what are the rules or what do you want to have happen during this break? What do you not want to have happen? How much communication should we have or not have um, during this time? And setting those up clearly, I think we'll avoid uh, the common pitfalls of the break. <laughs> I mean, if you watch Friends, I realize Friends is old, but everyone seems to still love it. Um, it's like a four season story arc about Rachel and Ross not understanding or not communicating well about what being on a break actually means. And, I, and like Spring said, if someone says that we need that we're on a break or I need a break or we have to go on a break, um, it's really important that you clarify uh, what got you to this point. What do you need? What is this break about? What are the rules surrounding this break? What are the do's and don'ts? Um, and I think something else that's really important, like if you're if you're with someone and they tell you that you are on a break with them, that's not an appropriate way to handle being on a break inside of a relationship. A break should be we're having this conversation about a need that's not being met or something else that needs to happen. And both parties are involved and you agree to being on a break with that other person, right? Like this is a consent conversation. If you are in a relationship that other person you're in a relationship is in with is valid and has valid feelings that need to be acknowledged as part of being on the break as well. I think that, you know, not only talking about uh, why you're going on a break and the rules of the break, but also really the goal of the break. Like what, what are you trying to get to? Like, is there is the goal to um, come back to this relationship feeling a certain way? Is it to uh, feel something 
new or different. Like I don't, I don't know all of the possible goals that someone might have, but I think it's really important to clarify that so that there's also kind of a timeline um, because going on this like break, which could go on for who knows how long is also very ambiguous and feels very unsettling and can feel very uncomfortable to be like, I have no idea how long this might last. And so if you have some type of goal, some type of thing that you're doing this for, then you can kind of set some expectations around what the length of the break might be um, so that it feels a little more clear for both or all parties involved. I mean, absolutely. You have to have benchmarks, right? You have to say like, okay, we're not going to do something or see each other for X number of days. And then we have to get back together and talk about what's going on. So, you know, I need a, I need an extended weekend off. I need a week, off, whatever it is, a month. You, you need to have benchmarks and timelines where you reconnect and then talk about whatever the issue was that was causing the break to happen in the first place. Um, And I also think it would be probably pretty healthy in breaks to have some endpoints where if at the end of this break and at this time point, things haven't continued, we're no longer on a break. We're moving towards separation or breaking up, right? Like, I think that it's important that expectations are set up so that, yes, we might get back together, but we also might not get back together because often uh, in breaks, (laughs) one person is left really hopeful, like, okay, well, there's the break and then we'll get back together and things will be fine. Um, But there is the other outcome where we're not going to get back together or someone might do some kind of self-discovery and realize that, you know, like, I'm an asexual person who's not interested in being in relationships. Or, I mean, there's like a million different discoveries that people could have, their sexual orientation, their gender, uh, their goals in life, where they want to live, family decisions, all of those could be part of that break period. Um, And it's really important. That's, I mean, we keep talking about communication, but if you have a talk about what goes into it, there should also be a talk about what's going to come out of it. And then there needs to be a timeline. And, And, even if it's a checkpoint, like, you know, once a day, one text kind of thing, like, how are things like, there's lots of ways that you can handle it. Um, But the only way listener uh, who submitted this question is to understand what your girlfriend means by you being on a break with her is to be really explicit. Now, if she's going to Vegas or to a bachelorette party or something like that during this break, I mean, there's a lot of other questions that you probably want to ask um, because sometimes breaks are couched in terms of sexual exploration. Um, and once again, really important that all parties be involved in really significant rules and benchmarks and end endpoints and timelines are built into it. Um, I don't know. Anything else to say about this first question? Anything else we really need to hit? Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, you know, a lot of times we think about a break as on a way to a breakup. Um, I think you might have even said something like that. And, you know, I think um, we don't always want to kind of put that expectation around it. Like, I think that a lot of people come back from breaks actually stronger and better because um, it served some need that they had. And so I also want to, you know, I don't think that we want to say it always leads one way or the other, but, you know, just being open to like, this is a shift in the relationship. And as long as you're communicating clearly about needs on both sides, then there's a healthy and good way to navigate that and to then come back and 
decide what needs to happen to the relationship next. So what would you do if someone you were dating someone and they went on break or wanted to go on break a whole bunch of times? I mean, if it was something that was continually happening and they um, wanted to go on break and then be together and then break and then be together, I don't feel like um, that would be a relationship I'd be interested in staying in because that would feel very unsettling to me and not very um, supportive or like like I could depend on that person. Um, but that's that's me. <laughs> I like a little stability. <laughs> I mean, I think stability is really important as well. And, and I also think that um, if you feel really surprised, like out of the blue, you had no idea that this was going on. I think that is also significant of other problems that may exist inside of your relationship as well. Because most of the time when someone says they need a breaker, we're on a breaker, there's some kind of separation or some change. There's a lot of events that lead up to it. Um, most of the time, it's not casual, like, oh, everything's fine. Everything's great. Oh, honey, by the way, uh, we're on a break. Like, there's usually some context that builds up to it. Um, so if this just hits you out of the blue, I, I think that you should probably do some real soul searching and look at your relationship and look at needs and look at happiness. Listen to some of our other episodes about, you know, the development of relationships. Um, but, but I mean, it really comes down to healthy communication in the relationship during, before, after, um, it, it, it and I am sorry that someone sprung this on you as well and that you don't quite understand what it means. Go to them, get some clarity, ask them some questions, and then set up some rules and guidelines as well. We should take a commercial, everyone, but think about it when whatever commercial comes up. Are you allowed to have sex? Welcome back, everybody, to our episode on breaking or being on a break. How was that break I'm for breaking. you? Uh, it, it was great. Uh, <laughs> I am I am freezing, so I just shivered a little bit. And uh, <laughs> so, are you allowed to have sex when you uh, with other people if we're on a break? Sex with other people—it's a pretty funny way to phrase the question. Am I allowed to have sex with other people? <laughs> um, well, I mean, actually, this is. A uh, pretty great question. Am I allowed to have sex with other people on a break? The question could also be, are we allowed to have sex with the person we're on a break with during the break, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, my immediate initial response is no, but it's more complicated than that. If you're on a break with somebody, having sex with someone else is probably not going to be the thing that helps fix the issue unless... The rules, if you've had that conversation, saying like, hey, so we're going to do some exploration and my exploration is going to be like, I, I want to try things or sex with other people or other kinds of people or other gen, whatever it is. Um, I mean, so that's my first. When I, when I read the question, I kind of chuckled at first and yeah. I was like, no, but then it's more complicated. Yeah, I would agree that, you know, the intention of a break sometimes is sexual exploration. And um, if that's the intention and that's been clearly communicated, then yes. But if you're in a relationship you care about and you did not discuss having sex with other people outside of any other norms for your relationship and you go on a break and you haven't had those conversations, then I would say that 
it is expected that you are following the same rules of the relationship that you have put into place. Um, And so it becomes this and I mean, I think that's why there's uh, this huge storyline in the Friends uh, series about this, because, you know, um, Ross had sex on the break and uh, it is disastrous in several ways to their relationship. But it is, you know, he assumed that was OK because they hadn't had that conversation and um, the assumption (laughs) on the other part of the end through Rachel was that it was not okay to do that. Um, So I think, you know, that's a really great example of just like what happens when we don't communicate and when we don't have these clear conversations with people about our wants and needs. Absolutely. I mean, being on a break is not a carte blanche to go do whatever you want with whomever you want, right? They're meant to be a purposeful pause or shift in a relationship to make some kind of lasting change in yourself or the other person or to reconcile something. I think like this question, it's most of the time going to lead to termination of that relationship, right? It's not going to improve issues. It's not going to make things better. It's not going to suddenly, you know, help you fall back in love or whatever the, like, Whatever the cause of the break is, um, no, you cannot have sex with other people if we're on a break, unless both people say we're on a break so we can have sex with other people. If you're on a break with somebody and they want to have sex with other people, but they don't want you to have sex with other people, that is also a problem. Like you can't have two different sets of rules, like all of the fun for me, you sit at home with the dog. <laughs> unless both people agree to that. Right. Unless both people <laughs> agree to it. But sometimes when we see stories or we talk to people about being on a break, there are really different expectations mm-hmm. where we're going on a break. I'm going to go have sex with other people. I need a fling. I need to experiment. I'm not comfortable with you doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, nah, like, no, that's not how it works at all. If I get to experiment, the other person probably should do, unless both parties say yes. Unfortunately, um, when that happens, when one person experiments and one person doesn't, often there's a lot of resentment that builds up and there's a lot of issues of jealousy. And then afterwards, there's a lot of issues of guilt, unless there's been really good communication about why you're doing it, what the purpose of it is, um, and then what the resolution of that experimentation is expected to be. Yeah. So, no. The answer is no, unless you both agree, yes. But if you're on a break with someone and you haven't had the conversation, the answer is definitely no. <laughs> definitely no. We're on a break. We, we, were, we were on a break. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not the kind of person I think could handle being on a break with somebody. Like I understand growth and development, but I try to be pretty nurturing in my relationships and have open communication so that I never get to the point where you would need to be on a break either. So I think there's some things that you can do to prevent it in some ways with someone, as long as you like, as long as all parties involved are having that sort of open communication and dialogue about like, what are your needs and how do your needs change over time? And you need something different that I can't give you, but I'm also not a jealous person at all. So if I was on a break, I'd probably be fine though. I've never been on one, so I don't know. I think, you know, that, Um, There are extreme external circumstances sometimes also that, you know, kind of create that need for people. And, you know, if there's something happening um, 
with family or you can imagine like some extreme stress or illness or death or something where somebody just can't put the energy they want to in their relationship at that time. Um, it might, you know, there's, I think there's so many reasons and I, I don't want to say that like, if you had communicated clearly throughout your relationship, there'd be no need for it. Because I think that there are a lot of different reasons people would need a break. And it might just be, I don't have capacity right now for this. And I don't want you to feel shitty during this time. So let's take a break so that we can both be our best versions of ourselves when we come back together. No, I think that like there's a really a lot of positive reasons, but in my head, I don't even know if I'd call that a break. If that makes sense. Be like, you know, I mean, if I was really sick and I couldn't fulfill the needs in my relationship, I'd be like, well, if you need to fulfill those needs elsewhere because I'm incapacitated and unable to to handle it, like we don't need to be on a break. Just just go fulfill those needs and then we'll get back together and tell me the stories. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we do have uh, the third part of our, uh, the third question today. Um, how am I supposed to handle social gatherings and social media when we're on a break? Yeah. And that's an ouchy question. That one's, that one's rough. So good. And I think that, you know, um, this is one of the aspects of going on a break that even if you have the conversations, you can't cover every possibility and other, every like what if, and, um, I think a lot of people probably forget to even consider this part of it when they're having the conversation about what the break means. Like, what do we do when we're both supposed to go to this event on Friday that only one of us is going to go to? And then what are we going to tell people? And then, you know, uh, how do we handle people's reactions? And what do we want people to know? And then, and even if you didn't intend anything to happen and you just uh, were talking and you meet someone there that, and you want to go do something with that person and then like is that allowed because it was at the event you were supposed to be at with that person ah (laughs) who knows i mean it's insane when you think about all of those social connections that are going on in our lives both in person and via social media and like we don't explicitly say the rules about them. But if you think about it in your day-to-day life, if you're in a relationship with somebody, there are a whole lot of different kinds of rules that go on whenever we're talking about social media, social gatherings um, that are left unstated most of the time. And in this case, like Spring said, all of a sudden, all of those unstated niceties that we just do automatically need to be explicitly stated and laid out. Um, And I think this is probably one of the hardiest, hardest suckiest parts for people who are trying to have a constructive break is like my social life is built with and around this other person. And now all of a sudden, like what story do we tell people? Um, Are you comfortable telling friends and family we're on a break? Like, and then automatically the questions that roll in, um, I mean, there's going to be a lot of potential negativity and explaining that may be damaging or that you just don't want to deal with. I mean, I, I don't think there's an easy answer for this anyway. Um, I think social media is a little bit easier, right? Uh, yeah, I have I have a one piece of advice for the social media. Stay away from it. <laughs> I mean, is that just in general, like life advice, like social media yeah. is bad and makes you feel bad and stay I mean, away from it? I mean, in general, it's... 
Um, <laughs> you know, when you're on a break and there, you don't know what direction or what's happening, you know, I think it, there's always this desire to like go express yourself. And I think you just want to be really careful in what you're expressing because, um, you don't want to say something that will, uh, contribute to a negative direction of what you were kind of hoping for, you know, during having that break. So if you like posted about how angry you were at your partner and you're on a break and blah, 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 then like, even if you have it set so they can't see that, it'll probably get back to them. And then like that could actually, you know, facilitate something toward a breakup, even if that's not what you wanted or you were hoping to achieve. So I think that there is, you know, a lot of consideration of, around what what should I actually post and what effect might it have and what purpose am I doing this for and should I just text a friend? <laughs> right. I mean, if you're on a break and you're going out and your partner's really kind of sad about the situation, but you're having a good time with your friends and you post pictures of yourself partying or drinking, whatever it is that you're doing, like think how that might damage the relationship further. And, and that's really what Sprig is getting to. Um, I love the idea of instead of doing those posts, text a friend, right? Um, <laughs> But I think that you should be really careful, have those conversations ahead of time. Um, and then the other thing that you should do if you're still going to be doing social gatherings is be equitable, right? Like make sure that both people still get to hang out with friends in the friend group and both people get like if you have restaurants or clubs or bars that you go to or yoga studios that you go to, like share those spaces during the break. Make sure that one person doesn't have complete ownership over social gatherings and friends and social media. And I think another really important thing is that try really hard not to badmouth this other person if you're hoping for some kind of like exploration or benefit or reconciliation at the end of it. I mean, I think it's important to not kind of, you know, spit poison in other people's ears. Uh, and by that, I mean, if you say negative things to friends, it starts poisoning friends against the the other person as well. So it's it's just be really careful about the kind of language that you employ. And we're not saying don't talk to close friends and don't talk to confidants. We're talking about social gatherings and social media here. If you have good friends, like my tip for today, which I'll tell you now, we're almost <laughs> to the end anyway, is that uh, before, during, and after being on a break, have social support, right? Have good friends, have a best friend. If it's your mom, whoever it is, have someone that you trust, right? That will give you healthy advice from both perspectives, but someone that you talk about with it, because part of going on a break is healing. Part of it is changing. And most of the time, it's hard to do that on your own. So have at least one best friend that you can talk to, and they can help you through the entire process. And then you don't need social media, right? Then you don't need to be posting, I'm so angry at so-and-so, or look, I got rid of so-and-so for the week. I'm having such a great time. Like Those are posts that are going to be damaging and distracting from getting back together or fixing or exploring any of those kind of benefits that can come from being on a break. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, I, I don't want to minimize, you know, the expression of emotions because I think that's really important and it can feel very important to post something on social media when you're going through something, um, because you want some validation. You want some people to support you. Um, and so I completely understand that. And I think it is just being really conscious of all of the effects that 
your post might have. And so I don't think we're saying, you know, don't post about things. And like, and if you're feeling really sad and you want to say like, Hey, I'm feeling really sad would love some support or something like that's a really great way to do it to like, not, you know, necessarily blast the reasons or talk about a person in the post, but to specifically ask for what you need. And so that's another way to go about it is what, what am I trying to get out of this? And then just directly ask for that through the post. Absolutely. Um, do not use going on a break as a chance to air dirty laundry, to put all the secrets out like that, that, that those are once again, destructive, but I mean, making sure that you can get the support that you need in a positive way is, is much more healthy. So, yeah. So what are you supposed to do? (laughs) Stay away. Oh, social media. (laughs) Love hate relationship. Mostly hate these days. No. Okay. So I think we're just about at the end. Do you have any final words? I already gave my tip. So tip is on you. What's just the tip? I mean, um, I would say that if you are going on a break, if you're on a break and you're listening to this, um, if you're considering going on a break and you're listening to this episode, um, I would just say be really kind to yourself because, you know, our relationships are what, you know, really support us and make our lives great. And when there's shifts in them, it can feel like the whole world is shifting around you and it can feel really challenging to get through your day. Um, And so, you know, as those things shift and as the people that are giving you the most support day to day shift, show up for yourself and uh, see what you can do to really make sure that you are taking care of you. That's great. And you can't have sex. Just kidding. Just kidding. No, that was a lovely, lovely end. Be kind to yourself. Be really thoughtful. All right, everybody. So thank you for listening today. If you have any questions or follow-up you want about this show, please don't hesitate to contact us. We are easy to reach. We're very active on social media. We're at The Sex Wrap on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and soon-to-be TikTok. Um, (laughs) It's going to be something. we're also, uh, you can call us at 413-I-RAP-IT, um, and then you can email us where the sexwrap at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. For everything that you were too afraid to ask at home, too embarrassed to ask at school, or just too afraid... Music for this episode provided by the ever-elusive and mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe. <laughs>